You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media West of Scotland football show. I'm Scott McPike. It's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. It's obviously going to be a different week to what we've done the past few weeks. The, we're going to focus more on the cups that took place over the weekend. But we are thrilled to be joined by the Kirk and Talent Rob Roy manager Stuart Maxwell. Stuart, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for joining me. Thanks mate. Pleasure as always. Brilliant. Obviously... I've spoke to you at different times, uh, different seasons, and we've uh, sometimes been good, sometimes it's been bad. But this, the start you have had has been unbelievable. Seven points from three games. How happy are you with the start of the season so far for Rob Roy? Yeah, I'm really happy, Scott. Uh, we've, I think we've improved the squad. I think any manager at this level looks at the, where, where they finished last year and, and looks at the, the players they've got. And there's not been a massive turnover going out the door at Rob Roy that, in previous years, I've I've had to rebuild squads because if I've had any success, mm-hmm. other bigger clubs have, have come in and, and, and that's fine. You've just got to live with that. But I think we've bucked that trend this year. Everybody's enjoyed it, stayed. Uh, and like I say, I think we've improved the squad. I think every manager, let's say, every manager wants to improve their squad. Now I, I think we've improved it. Uh, I think the new boys have come in, all terrific uh, individuals, good players, and they've fitted really well into the, the squad and, and how we try to implement their game plan and it's a good harmony at Rob Roy now. It's a good start. But as you know, last year we had, we had a poor start. Lost our first four games, but recovered really well. But no, it's been encouraging. And like I say, it's only four games in, but you, like you say you would want to have seven points out of nine and, and none out of nine. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, so aye, we're doing okay. Obviously as well, like last season, with, after five games, you had no points. Now, as you say, you've seven points for nine. Like how, big, how, di- how big is that shift in dynamic in terms of yeah, can because after five games last season with seven going down, it's hard to kind of it's it, it was hard to that's why I think you deserve so much credit for the job you did last year. Staying up was massive, but the way you stayed up was phenomenal. But it's different now. You've got you've had a good start, and now it's a case of building on that, and just the sky's the limit, really. I would say it, for us, there's there's a uh, everybody out with Rob Roy. There's there's no expectations. Rob Roy every year's one of the favourites to go down, but I think some some point we've got to try and buck that trend and we've sort of looked at that in-house. Uh, we've looked at the ambition of the club, the infrastructure's getting better, but hopefully there's some good news in, in, in the horizon, hopefully. Like I say, we've been, everybody's been craving. Uh, so, no, no, you're right. Again, the difference obviously this year is I think it's more important to get a better start because the league's shorter. There's yeah. obviously 38 league games last year. We're down to 30, so you're eight games shy of what you were last year. So, uh, it's obviously more difficult if you don't have a great start. Not to say that you can't do it, because you would look at Rob Roy if you were maybe had a poor start and say, look, they turned it around, it can be done, but it's just obviously eight games less to do that. But uh, no, but let's say we're, 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 we finished joint eighth last year, and I think any manager, wherever they finish, league fourth, second, they've always got to try and aspire higher. So we've got to set ourselves a higher target. And I don't think supporters want to hear me say, just stay up. I think at some point they want to say, well, let's see how high we can get. And like I say, if Rob Roy can finish where they finished last year, it's a, it's a success again. If they can finish higher, it'd be great. But if, your aim is to, to consolidate and stay in the league because uh, it's such a tough league. There's so many good teams mm-hmm. and uh, that, that, that's got to be our aim. And But we've got to, we've got to uh, raise our expectations, I think, definitely. Yeah, obviously the result that sticks out was the 5-1 away victory over Largs. What, what went right that day? That's obviously a massive result. I think, I think what's went right over the three games, like, we were really disappointed not to win the Hurlford game because I thought we played really well in that game and we dominated it for the majority of the game. And, and uh, Dan and, and, and JD said that after the game. They were, they were lucky to get away with a point. They were honest enough to say that. I think the difference in the three games is we finished really strong in the games and I think our depth in our squad, their substitutions have only come on and made an impact. Like I think in the Hurlford game, I, I know we were, we were strong throughout that game, but even the subs came on and gave us a jag and tried to get over the line. Peter Hill 
it was a more a patience game. We dominated for long spells and that, but the substitutes going. Ben Daly scored within minutes of coming on, and mm-hmm. we kicked on again. I think in the last game against Largs, uh, we got three goals out of the substitutes as well. We finished strong again in the game because it was it was a good contest. Largs, Largs are a good side, and and they'll, they'll be disappointed, but we finished the game really strong. And we, we capitalised the key moments of the game, which you know is important, and uh, and to make the game turn in our favour. But we did finish strong again in that game as well. Yeah, absolutely as well. And I think the the one thing that sticks out is obviously the the South Challenge Cup game against Lancarty, a three two one. But obviously we know it's turned into a bit of a, a bad situation. But it kind of leads us into obviously the situation where the kind of player kind of some teams been dot points and been kicked out of competitions. Cause it's happened to use as well. It must be kind of bad. But what's your kind of taking overall situation? Because it's either way, it doesn't look it doesn't look good. It looks like something's going wrong somewhere in terms of kind of whether it's to do with the club, yeah. or whether it's to do with the league. Something's I, not something's not going to plan. I I I'll, I can give you our take. Listen, I'd like to think that nobody nobody's going to play a player that's ineligible, right? We just but at our level, you aren't going to be. It's been an honest mistake. Max said to Jim Black's been there for 11 years with me mm-hmm. and he's never done that so basically our situation which everybody's have a tale to tell how theirs came about we've signed a squad at the start of the year the only player I added in after that was Jordan Duncan the player in question for Saturday <laughs> so Jim Jim is away Jim goes away the whole of the summer because he's retired so Neil had checked all the current squad that were any uh, suspensions nothing Jordan's came in after that Jim like I say, an honest mistake. Thought Jordan was part of that group. It's a, it's a snowballs here. When you look at the suspension list, Jordan gets sent off a, nearly a year ago for Broomhill. Two yellow cards in the game. So it's nearly a year ago that suspension's been going from. And when the suspension list came up, we're saying Jordan, Duncan, Broomhill. Jim's obviously no yeah. recognised that. Honest mistake. Jordan's come off the bench for about five, ten minutes to go in the game on Saturday. Uh, we played... 115 minutes with 10 men and we've won the game but rules are rules but for me just a couple of things and, and people will probably look back and maybe try and pick, this is my opinion and it's only my opinion it's a it's a standalone competition mm-hmm. so it becomes a standalone competition that's fine so you're, a guy's waiting a year to serve a suspension near enough he's sent off in October but it doesn't become a standalone competition when King will be sent off and it's violent conduct it becomes he gets suspended for the next game against Glenafton. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. is it a standalone competition? And he's and he gets a two match ban, so he misses Glenafton game, but then he gets another ban in the South Challenge Cup next year. For me, at our level, it's a lot of volunteers that aren't getting paid. We're not full time clubs, mm-hmm. we're part time yeah. clubs. If you get if I get sent off, Scott, one of my players gets sent off, or any player gets sent off, a Pollock player went in, we we all take our medicine. Just suspend him the next game. Make it easy. I think that's for a, I, I don't know about other club situation, but I'm assuming that's for a few clubs have been caught out with long-standing suspensions. It just it's very very difficult. Do you know what I mean? And, and we've been caught out with total an honest error, and it's an error. And people say, "Oh, well, he, he should have known." And maybe Jim should have, but he didn't. And Jim's Rob Roy through and through, and he's sitting there devastated that he's made an error, mm-hmm. and it's an honest error. And that that's our situation. But I just think standalone competition, well, are you? Because certain rules aren't. And I mean, sort of need to change the rules a bit, guys, or, or, or stick to your guns. You can't be standalone when it's a two yellows or but it's, it's a straight red and it's a certain straight red. It's it's no, you know. So I, I just make it easier for, for guys, but but no taking away we've made an error. And we've been punished for it. We're out the cup. Disappointing because we've took a, two buses up there on Saturday. Yeah, no. The guys are down to 10 men, they've battled back against a side that were unbeaten, and now they'll not get the benefits of that. And the players worked extremely hard to win the game. And like I say, Jordan came on and ah, he's come on for five minutes, ten minutes to go at the end of the game in extra time. He's influenced that. But I'd be punished to take a medicine, but just help guys clubs out a wee bit, I think, as well, with points. Because if you want to be another bit more technical, it comes up as Broomhill. They're now open going Broomhill. It's yeah, yeah. you know, things like that. You mean, but we're no, we're no deflecting for the fact that we've made an error, and, and it's that thing as well as you say, like if like it's over a year as well. It's hard, as you say, I know, it's, it's hard, to, and it's I, I would understand if like one club and two like two clubs they do it does happen. You see it everywhere, but for so many to happen, and I don't, 
I understand obviously about the fine and the the three points, but should there not be another way? Just a, a kind of something. I'm not. I don't know who's if it, if it's been the clubs in every case. I don't know if it is. I mean, exactly. Like you, you just there must be a way to like sit around the table and go. Let's see if we can resolve this so it doesn't happen well, again because it's just it's it causes so many needless problems in my opinion. Because I, 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 listen, there's, there's no way, Scott, that clubs play a guy knowing they're ineligible. Exactly. Clubs don't do that. Any club, right? Doesn't matter who it is. You've seen managers arguing on Twitter over this, mm-hmm. over SFA made an error in the Kawan in this instance. It's been well explained. Ben Grant well explained it. Uh, Lauren Grant, the secretary, who's a great secretary, by the way. Yeah. Uh, really good, really good at our job. It's an error. Then it's caused other medal get involved with co-winning and then I seen Drum Chapel and Cumbernall going yeah. at it. So another technical error. Uh, you don't want to see that, but no. All we want is we, we, we don't. Nobody deliberately does it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just don't accept any club does it, but it's happened and it's happened quite regular, more more regular this year than it has in any other year. So is there something that needs to be helped the clubs? Other clubs that haven't done it will say, well, it's no use. I've made an error. So again, it's all a difference of opinions, but we just we don't want to see teams kicked to any cup. We don't want to see teams look at Arsenal get deducted three points. What the absolute backsides off yeah, exactly. three points with nine men. The first three points of the season that would kick their boys on psychologically and their bang it's taken away from through an error that they've no deliberately made. Do you know what I mean? So it's difficult, but where do we get a resolve? You're never pleasing everybody. So where do we get a resolve? It suits everything. I've seen uh, Big Moff says he nearly get caught out with it as well, and in the same sort of situation. There's other teams that have maybe been on the cusp as well. So we're all sort of experiencing it a wee bit, but it is difficult. But the the format shape. We're now west of Scotland. We're no juniors now, so everything's upgraded. So so let's upgrade everything and help every club going yeah, forward. I think that's absolutely right. I think there's there needs to be something there just to again. It's not like try to catch teams out it's helping no. out trying to just 100% have a way of doing it because it's again you're going to have so many as you say you've been kicked out of cop unfortunately Arthur have lost points I think Jim Chapel have lost points as well Quartlets sorry like there's so Rye Quartlets Ardia Muir Kirk get kicked out as well yeah so there's a lot of new clubs coming into this level as well a lot of younger Max, Max secretaries that have not had experience at, yeah. at this level which is intense you need to make sure you do your due diligence so let's try and help people and like I say Max my, my, my secretary is inconsolable over it yeah. inconsolable sitting nicer guy you couldn't meet but mm-hmm. feels the burden of the, the supporters and the players and, and Jordan Duncan saying to Jordan he didn't even realise I didn't even know what competition to get sent off in it was that long yeah. ago and it's just a whole whole Catalogue of disasters. And that's the thing as well. When, when, it, when Jordan Duncan probably gets sent off, I don't think the South Challenge Cup probably existed. So it's a weird one. I don't know. I, I, again, and let like us say, you don't want to point the finger at people, but unfortunately, other people will. And, and, and again, people look at the point and go, well, you, you, he's done it. And, that, and that's it. And that's your stance. But let's try and help every club and let's keep every club in every competition and have a wins a game in 90 minutes or extra time deserves <laughs> to win. No going through by default. On a, on, a, on a registration error or yeah. a, a suspension error, you know. Absolutely. But we'll get into the action over the weekend. Let's start with yeah. the, the Scottish Cup, the Senior Scottish Cup. A good weekend for the West teams. Only three Rovers were eliminated for the competition, losing to Syngenta. It's been a good it's been a good advert for the West of Scotland with all these teams going through. Uh, look, looking at the fixtures, I, I'm not surprised, to be honest. Uh, we've got strong teams out our West uh, region is well represented at that level and again it'll go stronger again next year when other clubs get their, their applications in and, and get their uh, memberships for the SFA but no no surprise uh, and it's good to see our league well represented in the first round proper which the draw was obviously earlier today mm-hmm. as well but obviously I said they're about three going out Garvin and Bonnet and obviously out as well they lost to other West teams Clyde Bank and Pollock but we'll start with I think Auchinleck's a good place to start. I think I think a 7 0 win is will do them the world of good. I don't think obviously they've not had a bad start, but they've not obviously been kind of free flowing and scoring goals. But getting seven goals at home is a good way to build confidence, I would say. Yeah, I think Auchinleck have been renowned over the last few years for just being defensively solid, scoring when it matters and, and seeing games out. And they're very good at that. But I think, like you say, 
and you see they've not had a great it's just not had an open leg Talbot expe- yeah. expectation start of winning every game but remember they played the champions and that's the only team that's beat them so it's not as if they've, they've been in a bit of disarray but no that'll, that'll get a good confidence uh, supporters again big expectation down there starting a Scottish Cup run which have, they've been they've been great over the years and they go and get seven goals professional performance clean sheet they'll be happy with that and they move on to the next round yeah absolutely yeah big, big one for Auchinleck Quite Bank had to come from behind to beat Bonnet and Thistle. I think obviously that'll obviously being at the Clyde Bank game against Shun a couple of weeks ago and I saw how kind of short they were after that. To get this win obviously come from behind, it shows you they've got the, the character to come back from it and Josh Weir and Nicky Little getting doubles as well. So a big result for Clyde Bank, I would say. Yeah, I think I think obviously they had a disappointment. Listen, you, you obviously you you done the game and I heard that Mob's interview very dejected after the game before, but well, all accounts are a game of two halves. Mm-hmm. So I think to bounce back uh, in the Scottish Cup was probably a good good medicine for them. And uh, obviously they went down, showed a bit of character. Because listen, Bonington are league below. They, they, they felt a wee bit of pressure, and it's the Scottish Senior Cup. They want to do well. They had a great run last year, but I think they've showed their character and showed their class, and uh, they've hung in there. They've not panicked. They've, they've probed. They've got their goals. They've probably scored at the right times. I think they scored late on to put a bit of gloss on it. A good account of themselves, Bonington, in the game. Uh, but I think Clyde Bank just showed, showed a, a wee bit of class in, in getting through. And again, they'll be delighted. Big support, demanding support. Uh, and on the back of their run last year, and I think Moff and the boys down there will be delighted with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Darvel as well. 3-1-1 away to Haddington Athletic in the East. Big result for Darvel, obviously their ambitious club. This is their kind of the competition they really want to do well in, and they'll be delighted with a start like that. Yeah, I think I've been at Haddington. Haddington's really improved the last few years. Their infrastructure. We've been there a few years ago. Great, great surface, big pitch. But they've, they've really have, they've kept in contact with you guys. I've noticed the results have been really good. Mm-hmm. I, bet, I knew it'd be a tough game for for Darvel, and uh, obviously they went down early doors to go and again away from home and. Obviously, the Haddington boys would Twitter lift, but again, Darvel showed their class. I think there was a sending off just before half time. I think the Haddington keeper gets sent off. It's obviously turns it, and a good a good side like like Darvel will capitalise that. And and Michael and and Craig uh, McEwen and, and Blair Munn are in there. They, they have done their homework, and and they they know that they've got the players there that can go and change games. Then they panic. Is probably the message: stay in the game. But the the ball retention, the way they play through teams. And they're with Jinky Morrison up top, and they've got uh, and Scott Ferguson. They've got they've got an embarrassment of Richie's with Alan McKenzie as well. He scored a hat trick, I think, the week before. So yeah, they're always going to keep themselves in games. Uh, but again, Michael and and Cole be delighted that they're through the next round, and they'll be looking to mount another, get another decent run in that cup as well. Yeah, Pollock as well. Obviously, the first Scottish Cup game since two thousand and seven, I think it is. Beat Garvin six 0 an All West tie. Stuart McCann with a hat trick again. It's, he's a key man, isn't he? Scores goals regular basis, and that's a massive buzz for the club as well. It's incredible to think a pot a couple of pot sizes in two thousand and seven since the last yeah, the Scottish Senior Cup. It is. It's again, in that sense, they're a bit of a sleeping giant because the the, the, the mm. crowds. I think they had a crowd of seven hundred on Saturday. Again, that will go up as the rounds go on. But Murdy again has got probably an embarrassment. Of Richie's up top. We've got so many good strikers and uh, shoot McCann. Clinical, he always seems to be in the, goal, the, the score sheet. Uh, Adam Ford's always run about the goals as well, and they've got goals coming from wide areas and, and, and midfielders. But no, they, they just wanted a solid, solid start. Government are always going to be against it. And uh, I think, again, Murdy will be delighted. Clean sheet, professional performance. Let's go into the next round. And again, another big demanding support that, that needs success. It's been a long time since Paul's had, had major success, so they'll be demanding that as well. So it's a good start for Murdy, but not 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 a result I didn't expect. Obviously, they've scored probably more goals, but I knew they, they were they'd be hard for government to go up there and get a result. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was a very impressive result for Pollock. Rutherglen two, Kowinen two, an all west of Scotland tie. Kowinen and Rutherglen, obviously. Jack McElveen scoring two for Rutherglen and Mark Miller scoring two for the Buffs. Tight game, very tight game. I had the game watched, so I got a match report on it and. Uh, Ball accounts, it was it was it was a probably, probably was a fair result. Mm-hmm. I think Cowan started really well looking at the highlights that looked like that. Uh, I think Glen Cairn came into it. But again, you've got to give the buff credit because it's not an easy place to go to in a on a fiery hot day, bumpy surface at Glen Cairn and Glen Cairn have battled and they put a lot of press out during the week of their first historic first cup tie Cowan's. 
there's a lot of pressure there on Saturday for the two teams. They obviously come in and come in as a big Premier League club and, and, and Glen Cairn went to get a shot. So it was no surprise to me that there was a draw and fair play probably for both of them, fair play for Glen Cairn getting back in the game and going in front after going behind a Mark Muller goal. And then obviously tremendous for Kawani to go and snatch a draw at the end. I think it was right at the end. Mm-hmm. And Glen Cairn will be disappointed, but they've got to take a bit of heart for their performance probably second half and thinking they could get down there and cause a shot. But on the other hand, uh, David Gormley and Cole, they'll be happy to take them back to the buffs and they'll be trying to get the job done at home. But again, uh, it was, a, it was a, a, an evenly contested cup tie by all accounts. Yeah, and Irvin Meadow as well had to obviously settle for a draw. They'll go to Hallaby's Hawthorne next week. I think that I think a lot of people thought this was a kind of shot in, shot in the dark for Irvin Meadow. I thought I think a lot of people thought Irvin Meadow would win this comfortably. Hallaby's are no mugs, and I think I'm not worried about Irvin Meadow's start, but I just think that that was obviously a game I think they fancied they would have fancied themselves big time, but. It was Hallaby's made them work really hard and obviously they need to go up there next week. How are you? I, I know a wee bit about Hallaby's because, like I say, I've got a few friends that, that coach up there and Hallaby's have, have had a big, big club back mm-hmm. in the day when I played. They were always a did really well business end of the Scottish. But they've had a wee bit of a renaissance the last. You can see them constantly improving on the results. I didn't think that was an easy game for, for Evan Meadow. And when I seen it, it was 1-0 for... I think there was one in the second half and I think mm-hmm. Evan Meadow equalised but by all accounts I think Evan Meadow threw the kitchen sink towards yeah, the end I but think, yeah, I think they won't have the end. For, for, for Spenny and, and, and James Latter I think that'll be a difficult tie going up there. It'll be a tough environment there'll be a big crowd the the Hawes fans will be out in force and I think it is an upset in the sense that Evan Meadow are a big club in the West but it'll be a difficult difficult game and I wouldn't be surprised if, if it's extra time and penalties it settles that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. I think there's, again, I, I think Hillaby are definitely worth taking seriously. But give Ben Burb a lot of credit as well. Going to, It's never easy going to Fort William, especially when you're your first Scottish Cup tie. But to win 4-0, massive result for the club. I know I, I know that there's a buzz around Ben Burb now, obviously, with getting into the Scottish Cup. But again, it's not an easy trip. And going there and scoring four goals is never, you, you'll never sneeze at that. Uh, no, I, I definitely you're, you're going into a bit of the unknown, as mm-hmm. you say. Like you're going up there, and it's an away tie, and everybody craves a home tie at some point. The Scottish, so you're going up there, potential banana skin. Don't know much about them, but my, my good friend in there, Derek Rodden's in there. He's one of the assistant managers. If they could have got any due diligence on them, I'm sure they would have been well prepared. But Ben Bob again, ambitious. They're constantly progressing because their infrastructure's getting better, which obviously makes the team get better on the pitch. You'll be absolutely delighted to get uh, through that tie and through it comfortably. Yeah, Aaron Black getting a couple of goals, mm-hmm. a, a good striker as well, who's, who's done really well in there. So they'll be they'll be craving a home tie to go to Govan as they all want to get their first home tie in the Scottish Cup. But no, I'm, I'm delighted for, for Derek and Cody to get through that. And they'll, like I say, they'll, again, another team that was looking forward to the draw today. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the draw, what, any kind of games catch your eye that kind of West teams have got? I'm just going through here. Come, go to Keith. You've got obviously Drum Chapel away in Nairn County, a big result for Drum Chapel as well in their first. Pollock against yeah. Huntley at home. And there's a few really, really exciting games in there. Like obviously Clyde Bank Lake. Spartans is the one Clyde Bank yeah. Spartans could be the Spartans are a really good lone league side and that'll be a tough tie. That 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 could that could be very, very close. I think that's probably the one that stood to me. I think Huntley have improved as well. Yeah. I think they'll come down. But they're coming down to a, a, a great uh, venue in Newlands Field and that could be a potentially good tie. don't know much about Keith. I'll, I can look at that in the next week or so and, and find out. if I, I sort of go through all the teams and see who they're playing just to try and get my, my head around it. But I think there's a few a few good ties and there's a few ties that teams could go through as well quite comfortably again and, and get into that second round where you're introducing bigger teams as well again. So, yeah, some tasty ties in there. Yeah, I mean, Auchinleck going to Syngenta, I don't think that's a, a free hat. No easy. No, Syngenta, we like Andy Rogers as well. Uh, I think it's Kevin Fotheringham as well. There's some really good players in that Syngenta team and I know they're a club with a lot of ambition. Yeah, they've got James Finlay, ex-Cobernie yeah, striker right, as yeah. well. Uh, managed by Gordon Wilde, uh, Greg Wilde's dad. So mm-hmm. I think, again, they've been through the progression levels the last couple of years, infrastructure, be able to put a wee bit more into the squad. So no, that that one will be easy, but the Talbot or serial 
go to difficult places and see a result out. But again, it'd be a good tie for Sejani. A, a big club like like the Tal. But there's like you say, there's some tasty ties in there. But there's some ties that some our West clubs will be saying good chance for us to go and get through it next round and again try and get a bigger club as well. So it's, it's all good for the, the the level. Yeah, exactly. Darvo will be Tyne Castle and uh, Rutherglen or uh, Colwyn and play the East Champions Trinent, who are now flying in the uh, Lowland League. So again, some really good ties. Again, that's there. another one that caught my caught my yeah. eye. Trinent are a really good side. I went to also I met you at the game last year. This they put out uh, Darvo. Darvo. Really impressed with, with Trinent, and again they've kicked on. Obviously, Cam Elliott resigned. Yeah, there's a, yeah, but, there's a, I don't know what's happened there actually. It's, it's a weird one. Uh, well, he obviously comes to a senior background, so I don't mm. know if there's maybe something in the offering. I, yeah. I don't know dynamics. Maybe there's something and maybe the offering from him to go to a senior club because he's, he's done really well there. But mm. they're a well-structured, well-financed club. They'll, somebody will pick up a really good squad there and, and probably keep that that, that uh, bus going in the right direction. And uh, that'll be a tough tie. I mean, potential call one in Trinent, two big sides. And, be and Glen Cairn, if they get through, would cause a shock. And they'll, they'll be not, maybe try and cause another one. So, yeah, that's another one that's caught my eye as well. Another tough tie. Yeah, absolutely as well. It's really just really good to see so many West teams doing well in the Scottish Cup. But we'll move into the Junior Cup as well. A lot of West clubs are busy in that. Craig Mark beat Lags and Perrys in an all-West tie. That It's one of those that Lags always in the Premier Division, Craig Mark in the Second Division. But I was I generally fancied Craig Mark to cause a wee surprise there. Well... Listen, Lark suffered the same fate we suffered in the cup last year. Two 0 up, going into the 90th minute, and lose yeah. a goal in the 90th and the 96. I know it's ironic the amount of teams that come back and it goes straight to penalties and they win it in penalties. Penalties for me usually is a lottery, but Lark done it to us. Lark scored against us in the league cup last year. Two 0 up and cruising, lost a goal in the 90th minute and lost a goal in the 94th. Get put in penalties. It doesn't surprise me that great Craig Martin only won it in penalties because the Lark, uh, the Lark's boys will be they'd have been jolted with that. And then a bit of disbelief. But uh, Arnie will be gutty because he's really done well in the Scottish Junior Cup. Absolutely, yeah. The last few years, he's had some really good runs over the years. Got to the final a few years back. He's had a quarter final. I think he's had a semi maybe as well. I'm not sure. But he's done well. And obviously, on the back of, I think the last game was at the loss to us. That'll be a body blow to them as well. But Craig Marks had a fantastic start to the season. Yeah, they've been not really a surprise good. at the end, but a surprise at the, the way they've done it. Yeah, the way they've done it. Two yeah, goals in injury that's... time, you know. I feel I feel feel for Arnie and the guys down there, but Craig Mark are just continuing, never say dying. I mean, through and they'll be they'll be delighted and they'll they'll be difficult to beat anybody goes down there. But a difficult difficult tie whoever draws them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Arthur Lee bounced back from there, kind of poor disappointment during the week, obviously with the ineligible player thing. Ten one one over Hart Hill Royal, who've obviously moved for the West to the East, but Tam McGoy with seven goals. As we've seen over the weekend, the team scored nine, ten goals. Getting the magic tens always seems to be kicks out, but terrific for Arthur. Doesn't matter the level of opposition. Damn God, he's scored seven goals. A phenomenal feat. Yeah, Unfortunately, David David Grant scored nine in the Scottish Senior Cup. Yeah. Funny face. So he didn't even finish the top goal scorer in one of the games. You know. So, but no, that's phenomenal. And, and like you say, with a disappointment in the whole fiasco they've been through, and they've just went out and put a show on and. Showed what how good a side they are. The ruthless and they've got really good players, especially going forward. Dale Simone and McGaughey and they've got uh, Gary Carroll, one of my ex players. Yep, yep. I mean they're, they're blessed with we good players that can really hurt teams. And they, again, it's always one 0 or ten one. You're through the next round of the cup, but it's always good good to go through with a performance like that. And Craig Palmer and Ryan McCardle, who I know well, ex teammates. I mean they'll, they'll be delighted with that to get through the next round. Well, good good goal scoring performance for the team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they'll be delighted with that. Oh, first division tie in the Junior Cup. Cumbernauld United now shots two. Again, two teams that probably would have been hoping to go on a decent cup run, but shots obviously one in the one in big on the day. A massive result for John McKeown and his team. It was a game I attended on Saturday. That was a oh, game I took in because I, I, yeah, I was at it. So uh, for me, uh, probably it was a wee bit lacked a wee bit of quality first 10, 15 minutes, but I thought shots. Cumberland also had a couple of good chances, a couple of really good chances in the first half, never capitalised on it, shot scored, and then sort of seen it out to half-time as the game went on. I just felt Cumberland looked a wee bit leggy and they ran out of ideas, and then shots hit them in the counter and just played the game plan really well. And it wasn't shots, of course, for a good man, a guy I hired late, John McKeown, but I felt Cumberland never capitalised 
at the key moments in the game. That Kevin Watt had a one-on-one chance and the boy Limo came, blazed over when he should have hit the target. And that might have just turned the game because I thought coming over slightly the better team at that point. But again, mm. shots just hung in there, scored, seen it into half-time and then it's come on all, I say, ran out of ideas, got to be like, they hit them in the counter and, and seen it out. And a good result because you've got to remember that shots went there a week or so ago and lost 4-1 in the league. Yeah. So, for them to turn that around and, and stay, it's a great result for, for joining the boys there and uh, Tony will be disappointed that, I just, I think if Tony will be disappointed they never capitalised when they were in, in top of the game, never took their chances, but They've had a good start in the league, so they need to try and kick on for that as well. It shows you how crazy that first division is going to be as well. Like you yeah. Cumbernauld in shots two weeks ago, it finishes 4-1 Cumbernauld, and then in the cup it's 2-0 shots. It just shows you this. Oh, it's so unbelievable. Yeah, I think the Championship is just going to throw up results all year. I think it could be ultra-competitive. Again, like the West Premier League, I know that there's a kingpins in there, like a Darvo and Walking Light, but a lot of teams have started well as well, and I think that Championship could really... Go to the wire this year. There'll be there could be seven or eight teams fighting out to 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 go for those top three slots. Yeah, and as well another result we'll talk about. Bees going to Cooper Angus and winning eight now. That's never easy going up to a place like that. And but to score eight goals again, just a lot of Conor McGlinchey scored two and got an assist. I think as well. You're just there's goals all over that Bees team. I think I've been quite impressed with the kind of the goals that spread about. No, that's, side. That's two weeks in a row they've scored eight goals. Yeah. It doesn't matter the opposition. They beat St Anthony's Bay and they've done that. So credit to a good pal of mine as well is there, Kev McDonald. Mm-hmm. And obviously Chris Town is the manager and they've been in there and it's been a bit of a rebuild. But they've kept good, poor, experienced players. Kenny McKay, McLean's defied his year. He's actually getting better as he gets older. Yeah. Incredibly. Paul Fry's good, good player at this level over the years. And obviously Conor McGlinch has been a long time and a really good pro. And they've kept a big core there. And, and obviously Strain knows the level and he's... He, He's well back down there to try and make his stamp on that squad. Uh, and like I say, again, they've done, they've done really well, but nothing I don't expect. We, we play them in a few weeks' time, so we expect nothing on a tough game and they're well coached as well. So, no, they'll be delighted with 16 goals in two games. You can't ask for better than that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, We'll just get through some of the results and I'll ask you kind of what catches your eye involving West teams. Rossville now, Muir Cup now. Uh, Rossville won 5-4 in penalties on Friday night. Uh, Lanark went out 5-2 at Aberdeen East End Ardeer won Johnson won and Ardeer won 5-4 in penalties Newmain's going to Banks of D Juniors and winning 4-2 you've got Mayball 5-0 win over Breaking Victoria Ashfield won 3-0 away to B- uh, Birkenhaven Kaluk were put out in penalties by Ellen United you've got the likes of Bells Hill winning 4-3 Mary Hill winning 3-0 away for home there's a lot of St Anthony's 5-0 away uh, Kilsyth 4-1 away as well there's a Glasgow Pearson as well, 6-1 at home. Some massive results for West teams in there. For me, it might not be the result that sticks out in everything. There's two, there's two different reasons, but New Main's going to win at the Banks of D. Banks of D is a good setup, mm-hmm. and there's usually a strong team up there. New I Mains think that was their second team. Is it, I, think that, like, is it, I think that's their second oh, team. It, I think that's a uh, reserve team. Oh, is it? Have they got two teams? Again, yeah, you've educated me now. Because obviously I mean, their, their main teams in the Highland get promoted to the Highland League because I think that's their, their reserve team. But somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the setup there. Well, well okay, that may be. Because I, I, I thought Banks today, I looked at that statement, wow, what a result that is. But again, as you say, it's, like, it's, a, it's good for like a Bell Show. I've not had a great mm-hmm. start in league, but a, a part, our next teammate of mine's just took over there, Dean Muir. Yeah. Uh, so again, they've maybe been in there and galvanised. It's good for them to see them get a win and can they kick on a wee bit as well. And like they like, say, St Anthony's going and getting a win. But I thought the biggest probably because there's been a lot of profile in the last couple of weeks is Johnson Borough going out to Ardeer. Yeah. Uh, I think that was probably they, they had aspirations of probably being a, a cup team that could go and cause a few shocks. So, But Ardeer, a team again springs just keeps springing results up and uh, they've, they've done well over the last I mean, coached really well in the last few managers went in and he's done really well over a, a period of time here. And turned that around for nothing, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people forget that. They were in disarray. He, he deserves a lot of credit. So I think that was a great result for Ardeer. I think John Saborough would have fancied herself if maybe got a run in this competition. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, like, but like you say, a lot of great results for West teams. Really, really good again. Encouraging. Yeah. Glenafton 8, East Kilbride, that's a 1. Greenock 7, Saltcoats 2. That was two obviously two teams involved in West games. Well, uh, Les Mahagel going out 2-1 to Hermes. Hermes are, pro- Hermes are quite a decent side, obviously, in the north. So... I wasn't overly surprised at that. Yoka, last season's finalist, going out to Livingston United in penalties. 
I know there's been a lot of turnaround in there, but that'll be a huge disappointment for Gordon Roberts and the new team. It was a game I expected would be very, very tough for you. I know quite a bit about Livingston. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it's an extra Roy player that scored a goal and have done really well. They mm-hmm. got to a final a cup last year. I've been quite in contact with their manager at points. But I knew that was going to be a tough game. It's a tough pitch. And uh, obviously, the euphoria about the Yoka boys done last year. And yeah. obviously, they've been cherry-picked cherry and lost a few players. It was always going to be hard for them. But I think, that by all accounts, they, they control spells of the game. But... I just knew it was a difficult dynamic to pitch here and Livingston are tough, tough not to crack. So I knew it was going to be a tough game, but you'll be disappointed after one last year to go out at the first hurdle. But it's just a romance of the cup, isn't it? Like you just it's you can go you can go through your four year final, you can out in the first round. It's just the way it can go and they'll be disappointed. But they've got to be proud of what they did last year and if they'll ever etched their cell in history of what they've done for the club. But uh, either there's a few results going after scoring eight. It's no good for me because we've got them on Saturday. <laughs> Don't want them scoring eight goals against them. You know, they'll get their confidence up. But that, I mean, again, it's an experienced East Coast Bride team. You look at it, a lot of experienced players in yeah. there. And they've really done a number on them, to be fair, at, at that result. So, again, they'll be delighted to go through that as well. But like you say, there's, there's so many positive results for West teams again. But Scott, that's been the trend for the last four or five years. The West teams have really dominated. The Scottish Junior Cup tells you how strong it is down here, even in the leagues below the Premier League Championship. First of all, good teams in there that can mm-hmm. on their day can go and beat MD and going straight to penalties as well. Might not be your day, and you just might nick it in penalties against one of the bigger teams. It's all set up for a lot of shocks, especially yeah. as the rounds go on. Yeah, definitely. You know I mean? If you're not quite at it, you don't get your you don't get a result. You get taken to penalties. It can be a lottery. Yeah, one result that catches my eye a bit for maybe not the best reason, Canvas Lang getting beat 2-1 away to Dundee East Craigie. Now, it's difficult to know kind of how good Dundee East Craigie are, but just Canvas Lang, they've not the best start. You look at likes of Scott Williamson going to Queen's Park and starting the championship. Losing a player like him, we've spoken about it for the past few weeks, massive, but that's another, kind of, that'll be a disappointment because they'll be, again, they'll just be hoping for a good cup run and obviously... Just that would have been big to maybe kind of fill them with confidence going into the next, kind of next few weeks in the league. I would have said, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll be gutted with that. Don't be kidded on. They'll be gutted with that because they'll they're defence. They'll say, oh, yeah, they got a good, good result against Kerry a week before. Paul and Billy will be bitterly disappointed as well. The players. There's just a wee, a wee buck a lot of Dundee teams have cropped up and yeah. you see them at the top end of the tables up there. They've got North End to be playing the cup. You've got Dundee East Craigie. I think there's Downfield. Mm-hmm. Dundee downfield to, so there's I mean, they're, they've obviously they're, it wouldn't have been easy for Canvas Line but I thought Canvas Line would have won it my brother plays with Canvas Line so speaking to him over the weekend he, he was bitterly disappointed and uh, they'll, they'll be, they'll need to try and get wins on the board to stay in cups as well when you've, you've not had a great start league but Billy and Paul they'll be bitterly disappointed with that and I, I think that's a shock even though it's up there I think it I is think, as well I think it's a shock, and that's no disrespect to Dundee East Craigie because they're obviously a decent side, but Canvas Line with their aspirations going up there and getting their selling the next round of the cups. So probably the biggest shock, biggest name going out early. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Peters Hill won 4 0 at home in Nairn St. Ninian. Troon 4 1 winners against Adrossan. Gart Cairn had to get doing penalties away to Vale Quay. That was, by all reports, a very entertaining encounter. It was two each, and Gart Cairn obviously done it 5 3 in penalties, but Again, a great advert for the West. You've got two teams really tight and it goes to penalties. I was down watching, I took in Vila Clyde Del last midweek and uh, it was a, a bit of a ding-dong game. Again, it's another tight pitch. It slopes, it's not the biggest. And Vila Clyde played really well, to mm. be honest. I knew that was going to be a tough game for Gart Cairn and the old adage of just get through to the next round. There's a classic example with the 10-1 are skating through in penalties. Gart Cairn would be glad to get through that. It was a potential banana skin and Vela Clyde have, have accrued a decent side there, some good players. We've been impressed with them against Oray the other week there. And they'll be they'll be delighted that they're through that tie eh, and not, not another one on the casualty list. Yeah, definitely. And into the Strathclyde Demolition Cup, Nielsen now fourth now and eh, fourth one ten nine in penalties. So it shows you how tight that game was. St. Caddox had to work against BSC Glasgow a four two one. Thorn Athletic three, Glenville now. What kind of sticks out to you out of that cup? Probably Nielsen going out, to be honest. I think it's a shock. Nielsen have started really strong in the Championship and I'm sure that the boys at Nielsen uh, our aspirations are... Because obviously that creates a pathway into trying to get into Senior Cup, so they'll, they'll be disappointed in that uh, for, for, for their point of view. Obviously, you say St. Cadillac's going down to uh, BSE and working their way back, but it showed their quality again. 
again, just get through the cup ties again. That old adage, I just do what it's required to get through. But probably the the, the Nielsen defeat, but fair play to fourth. That's a great result for them, and that'll give them a bit of confidence as well. And 10 9 in penalties. I take it the goalkeepers were up next to yeah, <laughs> somebody had them missed. <laughs> it's good though, it's a great advert as well. Like you're two tight, yeah, two definitely. really tight teams. I think fourth, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Fourth are a team to watch in that same division because they've got a really kind of strong core of players. And I think that'll do they've, they've started really well. Yeah. yeah, and they've got a couple of names that we all sort of recognise. And like I say, uh, no discredit to fourth, I just think with the way Nielsen have started in the championship. Yeah. But again, fourth started well and showed, showed their quality. I, I, I went there and got a result and no that's, that's a good result and they'll, they'll take they'll take a positive for that as well and look to kick on and try and be that team that causes another shot in the next round yeah absolutely two games in the fourth division Eglinton get their first win of the season a 2-1 home win over Rossville Academy St Peter's with a massive 8-0 home win over Harmony Row St Peter's obviously the place to start that's I mean, some result. Harmony Row, I think there's a lot, a, a lot going on behind the there's scenes. There's a lot thing. going on in the background there, Aye. I think. And it's obviously, it's had a ripple effect on the park. And I don't know the dynamics yet. Uh, but again, eight goals speaks for itself. And Harmony Row, if there is problems behind it, they need to get it sorted quickly. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to create a pathway of a disillusion what's going on. And it has, it's obviously affecting them because... Uh, That'll not be the result they've been looking for in that game, but they'll be disappointed with that. But hopefully they get whatever the problem is resolved and they can get back to concentrating on getting and progressing their players, which have obviously been very, very good over the years. Yeah. What about Eglinton as well? That's a, a, again a, a big result, a disappointing start, but to, to get a massive one over Rossville Academy, who started pretty well. Big result. Well, Rossville Academy made me more slot with my twenties team for last year. So uh, uh, so they 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 all sort of went over there and, and took up the academy again. There's been a bit, yeah. Uh-huh. What do you think of that? Obviously, you you know a bit about it. What's your kind of thoughts on that whole thing? Do you think it's just been? Do you think it's been badly done, or is there? I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, when Rossville became the senior team, the first team that not the not the academy team that's come up, I think there was there's been always been that was progression for the all the boys clubs to go through. So they weren't hitting a glass ceiling. And I think I'm assuming that's why it was created. Yeah. Created so that every player could go through the levels at Rossville and get a chance going to the first team. Hopefully the first team is well established at that point. So I don't know where the breakdown in communications came. So obviously now they've had a wee bit of Twitter debates as well, but I don't get it. They've got a team there that surely their teams can progress into. So I don't know why that the the Rossville Academy's sprung up. There's obviously been a disagreement. I know Dom McAnally really well. Nice, really nice guy, Dom. I don't know the guys at the RC because I've not had any dealings with him, but I'm sure they're nice enough guys as well. But it's just Disney. It just doesn't look well for the outside looking in. But uh, I don't know where that will go. Do they after this year? Do Rossville, the senior team, as they're called, do they keep their name or are they going to have think, to change uh, their I name? Think something that's I, what they've been told. I don't about. know. I don't know how. I I think because obviously the Rossville Academy want to be near the team that's attached to the academy now, so. No, it's disappointing that it's ended like that. And obviously they've created our team. It's, it's been made up the majority of all went from my 20s, uh, who were too old, obviously, this year because yeah. they get the, the extra year with COVID. So uh, I don't be disappointed <laughs> with that result. But Eglinton, to be fair, I think they lost 6-0 to Paul last week mm-hmm. in the, the Cup. So they'll be delighted to, to bounce back for that as well and, and, and get their first points to the board. I hope that gives them confidence to kick on. That league could be... Could be tight. Mm. Cool Athletic, we played them in a friendly during the week. I was impressed with them as well. Mm. Got a lot of good players as well and try and play the right way. And obviously, Easterhouse have looked to kick on a uh, good pal of mine, runs there, Mark McKay. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, West, West Park as well. West Park, obviously, a big, big team. Three Rovers. I mean, there's reports that three Rovers are, they think this is going to be quicker to get to the Lowland League than they would be going to the South so it tells you kind of their ambition well I've heard all sorts of rumours that their budget's X amount of pounds and that's been revoked for them but uh, and obviously like I say I've got uh, Richard Tobin's a coach at Easterhouse very good pal and I play in the seniors with Mark McKay and they're obviously in that least I do hear I do hear how they're going on in there, but they're obviously West Park have brought a successful amateur team mm-hmm. in and they're looking to kick I think I think for 
the most important things for these teams coming up from amateur level or, or thing is getting their infrastructure right. Yeah. Getting getting their infrastructure, get their foundations. I, I get they all want success in the park quickly and that like you say three want to come through the ranks. They're probably be a bit more established than our teams, but I think the other teams like East Dows, West Park, Eglinton, the Rossfield team and, and they want to get their infrastructure right, mm-hmm. get their pitch situation, have everything there and then build the blocks from there and up the way and, and sometimes the results might not come straight away but try and have a plan it's, Rome's never built in a day as they say you know yeah. so they've got to have maybe a two or three year plan to implement that up and speak to the guys at Easter House they're definitely trying to do that and they're doing things the right way and hopefully other clubs come in because we want that fourth division strong mm-hmm. it's only going to in- intensify the, 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 the level as well and, and get us up another level and we have a strong strong league come in there so it's good to see all these teams coming in and try and build their way up. But like you say, maybe they're going to work out as way FIFA think it's going to work out getting there quickly to the lone league. Yeah. <laughs> we know what we and you both know what's coming out of the championship and the Premier League level. So it'll be very, very difficult to knock some of these teams off their pedestals and working way up the leagues. But listen, I've got ambition, there's nothing the matter with that. And they look as if they, they could be one of the teams to beat in that league this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot to like about that that league. I think there's a lot of teams. The, kind of, the top three teams, I think, are. I think they're going to be pretty hard to take off the, that, the top three positions. But I think keep an eye on that league because I think there's a lot, of, a lot of teams, as you say, ambition. And that's why they're there. That's why they've chose to yes. make that step up and full credit to them. But we'll touch on, obviously, Rob, Rob Roy before we close the show, just kind of... Talk about what's coming up. Obviously, a home game against the Nafton in the next cup. The next few weeks, you've got you go to you, you go to Bede, you go to Auchinleck, go to Clyde Bank, and then you've got some home games against Cowan and Pollock. It's just a case of building on track and getting getting some results, and again, just keep this run going. I would say. I listen. You, you get through the names there. That it, it, it's just not an easy. And, it, and no, people think managers just saying it. There's no. There's no. It's genuinely every man can say it. There's not an easy game in this league. No. If you look at the teams, Troon's improved. Then you've obviously the, the top four were last year, a good sides. Troon's improved. Beef are under. He's training Ken McDonald. They're improving. Then you've got the teams that come up. They're finding their feet. But at some point, they'll improve as well. Other Meadow are a big club looking for aspirations as well. And you've got Rob Roy Sammy's in between all that, all that and Hurlford being Hurlford. Just Hurlford do what Hurlford do. They just get results when they need to get results. And it's just a, such a tough league. But We've just got to try and keep our head above the parapet for me. And if we can keep keep the results going positive, there'll be bumps in the road. We're no under any illusion. Nobody knows that. I mean, I've said that to the players. There'll be bumps in the road. That's how we react to that. But try and keep your bump as far away as you can. We've not had the bump yet. So let's see how we keep it. We've got another tough game Saturday and after. Good side, well coached again with Marco and, and Ryan. And then we go down to beef again. And then you've got Clyde Bank. Oh, can we? I mean, doesn't get any easier. No. But we've just got to try and keep going the way we're going. But I, I, I definitely think our squad's improved. The depth of the squad's improved. And it's, it's been a great bunch to work with. And, and like I say, well, there'll be bumps. But we're just, it's how you react to defeat, Scott. It's important. Yeah. How you react and you, you bounce back quickly. Then you start to see characters in the squad. So, again, it's all right. Great, you know, players and any any club in the riding high, they, they like to let people know. But just keep yourselves grounded and try and digging away and then if we get a result let's see if we don't get a result goes away let's see their character let's see how you can how you can reverse that quickly and like I say off the part things are improving for Rob Roy and that's talking about infrastructure no more than us we need that we need mm-hmm. to try and kick on but we've got so many things going on in the background the, the people behind the scenes have improved we've brought people in that are helping the club and we see we, we take so much faith uh, looking at other clubs how they've improved their infrastructure and the, the, the dynamics that they're doing so we're, we're trying to do the same and we're no far away mm-hmm. we're no far away and like I say we're well back great support they deserve <laughs> to see a bit of success and hopefully we can we can try and deliver something in the next few years that yeah. gives them at least a home to come back to and, and play their football in Kirk and Tillock is what they deserve mm-hmm. and obviously as well with the kind of going back to Kirk and Tillock and yet obviously you're seeing so many West clubs going into the Scottish Cup is that obviously the, the kind of ambition is that where you want the club to be going forward Scott exactly I mean I'm not sitting here I'm I'm, I'm envious of these clubs and no envious in a bad way envious of, <laughs> I want our club because I know that we can compete I look at some of the teams that are in it we've beat a lot of teams in that prelims and over the, and we've 
we've competed against them. So I know we can go in there and hold our own and we might be a team in a couple of years that might get a run. Mm-hmm. And how good's that for your community? We've got definitely boys we've got boys we've got we've got boys teams attached to us now coming through and they're aspiring to become players that they've got a they've got something to aim high in. We want we want to have that growing our academy growing over the next couple of years and players coming through and then if we can get these these Scottish Cup games give you a high profile within the community. Look look how all these teams have have, have, have documented it through the week. You come out and support your local team. Yeah. We're no different. And if you get a wee run, it just inspires the community. And you want to try and get teams support in the local community. Glasgow teams are criminal for that. Out with Paul, who've got a great support. There's a lot of Rangers and Celtic thing up here. We look at Ayrshire, they're well supported. But I think the normally crowds are coming back to every club. I think the yeah. crowds are picking up. Long football's really good. It's attractive. It's well worth its money. It's no the old junior style. We think it's just guys going in and trying to cement guys and patting back to front. A lot of technically good football teams. We've proved that going to Senior Cup. The results are picked up. So normally football's really evolving. It's, it's starting to catch up a bit with England, but we're, at one point we're a decade behind. Mm-hmm. We were held back because of the juniors. Junior league held us back. We, I mean, it's, it's a disgrace that some of these cl- the clubs at Orkin Lex and Pollocks and Darvels and are the only league you now, but we were held back because the juniors held us back. We're held in our own wee separate entity. Mm-hmm. And we're now feeling the wrath of that now because we, these clubs should be in the lonely. We're not quite ready. I accept that. But some of these clubs are ready to go. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been held back because we were kept in that wee bubble. But now they've got a chance and they've, they're all got floodlights, they've got a licence, they're well supported, they've got good social media, they're, well, they're all managed, coached well with good managers and they've got good budgets and can go and attract good players. So it's, it's, it's all enhancing their level and it's great to see, but we want to be part of that. Hopefully next year we, we could be part of it if we get everything going our way in the next month or so. And we can go and definitely hold our own. And hopefully we can kick on and get to the next level, but we can't do it with a park. It's now on impossible. Mm-hmm. I keep saying that. I mean, teams are need to work in their infrastructure to get it up there, give themselves a chance to immerse themselves in their community and kick on to the next level. Yeah, well, Stuart, well, again, as I say all the time, I'm wishing you all the best with it. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to talk to you. No problem, Scott. Take care. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please follow and subscribe to our YouTube and social media pages and we will see you all soon for another episode of the West of Scotland show. Thanks very much.